Blog Talk Radio. From the far reaches of the known universe, we are proud to present Brother Harold Muhammad, soldier, scientist, scholar. Blog Talk Radio's finest. Not so mad science. On Black Hole Radio. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to tonight's edition of Not So Mad Science here on the Black Hole Radio Network. We have a strange combination of events today that will not allow me to do my show in the framework that I wanted to do it. So while we take a brief pause, I will be able to get to the information for tonight's COVID update. However, I will not leave you in the lurch and not provide you with what you need to do what you must do. That being said, I'm going to leave you with some previously given information. You know what? Let's go old school. Let's talk about the truth about Mars. But now most of us have heard about the face on Mars and repeated accusations that NASA has been covering up the truth Four years ago, when NASA announced the discovery of life in a Martian meteorite, I was quoted in the press as saying that the earth-shaking announcement was a government test balloon to gradually prepare the public for a bigger bombshell. I also said that the announcement was part of a time-release program to give us all the news and stages. The release of 65,000 photographs from NASA's Mars Global Surveyor has now put us on the fast track to discovery about a past intelligent civilization on the red planet. This is NASA's uncover-up, if you will. And the space agency, and I haven't said this in the past, but I'll say it now, is to be congratulated for finally making these photographs available to the general public. Today's press conference is truly historic. Tom Van Flandern, Brian O'Leary, and scores of scientists the world over have been eagerly poring over these pictures and discovering remarkable things. Strap yourself in. We're about to see compelling proof of artificial structures on Mars that could have profound implications for the history of the human race. As fate would have it, NASA's Mars Odyssey, named for the spacecraft in Arthur C. Clarke's breathtaking film 2001, is now racing toward the red planet. When the Odyssey finally sends pictures back to Earth sometimes this coming year, NASA will have taken the next giant step in preparing the public for some very exciting news indeed. Clark believes that, quote, large life, unquote, namely vegetation, perhaps even trees, may be present in some of the Mars Global Surveyor photographs that Tom Van Flanen will be showing you in just a few minutes. This is a sculpture by artist John Sheldon of a famous five-sided pyramid photographed by NASA's Viking probe in the Cydonia region of Mars. But as the late Carl Sagan pointed out in his television series, Cosmos, the Elysium area also has pyramids. And these pyramids, very seldom spoken about, are... 
And as promised, that was a brief pause as we now get into the nuts and bolts of what is important with respect to the COVID vaccine and its liability. That being said, what do we know about some of the medical conditions caused by the COVID-19 virus that the general public has not been told about as the negative or those consequences and repercussions because you ventured down that road to take an unproven and not fully tested vaccine. What are some of the conditions you can come up with? We know about the Julian Barr syndrome, but were you aware that you could come down with acute disseminated encephalomyelitis? Did you know that you could get another condition called transverse myelitis? Did you know that encephalitis, myelitis, encephalomyelitis, meningocephalitis, meningitis, and encephalopathy were conditions that you could acquire because you ventured down the road to take an unproven and not fully tested vaccine. People have suffered convulsions and seizures. Others have come down with strokes. Narcolepsy and cataplexy are consequences of taking the vaccine depending on which manufacturer's vaccine you took. Acute myocardial infarction, problems with your heart, myocarditis and pericarditis. Some have just ultimately straightforward died because they took the vaccine and within 24 to 48 hours, their life has been expired. There have been malfunctions in the birth process. Pregnant women and the birth outcomes have produced some very strange and peculiar conditions on the child born into this newly world newly discovered world of covid-19 there are other acute demyelinating diseases that have come about as a result of taking an unproven and not fully tested vaccine non athletic aphylactic listen to the word non-anaphylactic allergic reactions, thrombocytopenia, disseminated intervascular coagulation, venous thromboembolism, arthritis and arthralgia joint pain, Kawasaki's disease, Multi-system inflammatory syndrome has been presented in children. And there are assorted vaccine-enhanced diseases that are the result of taking a fully untested 
marketing-driven vaccine. But I want to focus your attention on one thing specifically as we venture into a part five of this eight-part series of an investigation into COVID-19. And I need you to pay close attention because I'm going to be throwing a lot of science at you. I'm not going to just hit you with information which tells you about the various listing of diseases and conditions you can acquire because you took the vaccine. But I want to show you something that is quite devastating as you get into the details of what is wrong here. What are those details? Well, and and I want to make sure I give you the language correctly. Because this particular rabbit hole isn't just deep. It's absolutely mind-boggling and life-threatening immediately. There's a database that contains hundreds of peer-reviewed published articles on environmental contaminants that are implicated in the rise of childhood epidemics, which we are currently experiencing in the United States and other industrialized nations. Concerned citizens owe it to themselves and their family members to be as educated as possible when it comes to these toxicants, many of which are contained in the very vaccine that you're taking. Even very low-level exposures can induce symptoms identical to those of many devastating psychological and neurological and behavior conditions in children and adults, injuring the sensory, immune, gastrointestinal, and central nervous systems, your kidneys and other organs, and interfering with the critical cellular pathways. And it is not just toxins driving the epidemics. According to the latest research, the body's own reaction to a vaccine, and specifically immune activation, is enough to trigger conditions like autism and autoimmune activation and other orbital immunities. Scientists from around the world are sounding alarms and voicing grave concerns about the poor health impact of vaccines and the need for vaccine safety, and regulatory oversight. I want you to let that sink in for a moment. I would like for you to 
as they say, percolate on that for a minute. Because I'm about to share with you some things that are excruciatingly devastating to you and myself. It's not just information from the VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. It's not just that data. There are other things that are far more terrifying that the vaccines are calling to take place within our own bodies. So I want to share with you an understanding or at least open you up to information specific to your body attacking itself because of what's in the vaccines. To that end, as we begin to percolate, I want to take the next two minutes and 34 seconds and allow Daniel Baby to bring you up to speed with knock, knock, because we're about to knock on a very serious door. As a boy, I shared a game with my father. Played it every morning till I was three. He would knock, knock on my door, and I'd pretend to be asleep till he got right next to the bed. Then I would get up and jump into his arms. Good morning, Papa. And my Papa, he would tell me that he loved me. We shared a game. Knock, knock. Until that day when the knock never came. And my mama takes me on a ride past cornfields on this never-ending highway till we reach a place of high, rusty gates. A confused little boy, I enter the building carried in my mama's arms. Knock, knock. We reach a room of windows and brown faces. Behind one of the windows sits my father. I jump out of my mama's arms and run joyously towards my papa's, only to be confronted by this window. I knock, knock, trying to break through the glass, trying to get to my father. I knock, knock, as my mama pulls me away before my papa even says a word. And for years, he has never said a word. And so 25 years later, I write these words for the little boy in me who still awaits his papa's knock. Papa, come home, because I miss you. Miss you waking me up in the morning and telling me you love me. Papa, come home because there's things I don't know and I thought maybe you could teach me how to shave, how to dribble a ball, how to talk to a lady, how to walk like a man. Papa, come home because I decided a while back I want to be just like you, but I'm forgetting who you are. And 25 years later, a little boy cries and so I write these words and try to heal and try to father myself and I dream up a father who says the words my father did not, dear son. I'm sorry I never came home. For every lesson I fail to teach, hear these words. Shave in one direction with strong, deliberate strokes to avoid irritation. Dribble the page with the brilliance of your ballpoint pen. Walk like a god and your goddess will come to you. No longer will I be there to knock on your door, so you must learn to knock for yourself. Knock, knock down doors of racism and poverty that I could not. Knock, knock on doors of opportunity for the lost brilliance of the black men who crowd these cells. Knock, knock with diligence for the sake of your children. Knock, knock for me, for as long as you are free, these prison gates cannot contain my spirit. The best of me still lives in you Knock, knock with the knowledge that you are my son But you are not my choices Yes, we are our father's sons and daughters But we are not their choices But despite their absences, we are still here Still alive, still breathing With the power to change this world One little boy and girl at a time Knock, knock, who's there? We are Welcome back, welcome back. Yes, we're knocking at the door. 
So what is this subject that I've been dancing around? It's called synergistic toxicity. I'm going to say that one more time. Synergistic toxicity. Well, what is it, you may ask? Well, let's take a dance down science lane. And believe me, I do apologize for the degree of scientific information added here, but it is necessary and it is critical. Coronavirus disease 2019, publicly known as COVID-19, and previous pandemics have been viewed almost exclusively as virology problems, with toxicology problems mostly being ignored. This perspective is not supported by the evolution of COVID-19, where the impact of real-life exposure to multiple toxic stresses degrading the immune system is followed by the SARS-CoV-2 virus exploiting the degraded immune system to trigger a chain of events ultimately leading to a COVID-19. This immune system degradation from multiple toxic stresses, both, rather I shouldn't say both, but being chemical, physical, biological, psychosocial stresses, means the end means the attribution of serious consequences from COVID-19 should be made to the virus's toxic stresses nexus. Not to any of the nexus constituents in isolation. The leading toxic stresses identified in this study as contributing to COVID-19 are pervasive contributing to a myriad of chronic diseases as well as immune system degradation. They increase the likelihood for comorbidities and mortality associated with COVID-19. For the short term, tactical reactive virology focused treatments are of higher priority than strategic proactive toxicology focused treatment, although both could be implemented in parallel to reinforce each other. However, for long-term pandemic prevention, toxicology-based approaches should be given higher priority than virology-based approaches, since current COVID-19 treatments globally ignore the toxicology component and almost completely, only limited benefits can be expected from these treatments. So what are our key words? Our key words are pandemic, COVID-19, SARS-CoV virus 2, toxic mixture, contributing factors, and the immune system. So number one, human virome. V-I-R-O-M-E. We live in a sea of viruses known as the human virome. Viruses are integral to life itself. 
They are nature's way of ensuring survival of the fittest. They constantly probe the immune system defenses of the body. If the immune system is healthy, the viruses are neutralized. If the immune system is degraded, dysfunctional, pathogenic viruses can invade the cells, replicate, and trigger a chain of events leading to clinically manifested infectious diseases. Analyze DNA viruses from up to five significant body habitats, nose, skin, mouth, vagina, and stool. Of 102 subjects, generally healthy adults, not symptomatic for acute infections, not diagnosed with HPV or the human papillomavirus infections within the last two years. Females had not had any active genital herpes infections within the last two months. They detected an average of 5.5 viral genera in each individual. These included herpes viruses, papilloma viruses, polio, polioma viruses, adenoviruses, anelloviruses, parvoviruses, and circoviruses. In the latter study done by Wiley in 2017, he identified common viruses detected in the respiratory tract virome, including the PICO or picoronavirus, the paramyxiovirus, the orthomyoxovirus, the coronaviruses, adenoviruses, parvoviruses, herpes viruses, anelloviruses, papillomaviruses, and polymyoviruses. Thus, the viral contribution of the above experiments depend largely on the body sampling site. So what am I saying? When it comes to the human virome, the coronavirus is a pervasive and effective means of attack of which there is no direct defense outside of strengthening and augmenting the human, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, immune system. The stronger your immune system is, not dependent upon a synthetic mRNA vaccine to bolster it will defend itself more effectively against any and all foreign invaders to the body. Strengthen the human virome and you are no longer subject to any pandemic, pathological or illogical as it will. Number two, beneficial versus pathogenic effects of viruses. Viruses are parasites of host organisms. That's what it is by definition. And produce beneficial or pathogenic effects. The latter include infectious diseases to humans, animals, and other living organisms. 
emerging evidence suggests that some viruses could have beneficial effects, including host protection against a second virus. This is not the case with COVID. It, it's multiple and multiplications. New generations of viruses are all becoming stronger than the previous generation. As it mutates, it becomes more viral and more dangerous. The PREDICT program, P-R-E-G-I-C-T, the PREDICT program, has identified over 1,100 viruses in animals and humans. According to the Global Virome Project, 1.6 million yet-to-be-discovered viral species from key zoonotic, meaning animals, Zoonotic, Z-O-O-O-N-O-T-I-C, families may exist in mammals and avian hosts with 631,000 to 827,000 of them having zoonotic potential. The mammalian virome includes diverse commensal and pathogenic viruses that evoke a broad range of immune responses from the host. A subset of the virome, in particular the zoonotic viruses that appear to be pathogenic in humans, challenges the immune system continually. This process appears to be a dual-edged sword. Healthy immune systems respond optimally to viral challenges that are, or rather, and are further strengthened by the immune system over respond or under respond to and I said that wrong they continually challenge offering additional protection against other viral challenges degraded dysfunctional immune systems over respond or under respond to viral challenges that's the correct way to say this and are thus unable to prevent the occurrence of a life-threatening clinical course, hence the COVID-19 virus. Number three, as we begin to close tonight's program, because it's a short program tonight, what is the role of the SARS-CoV-2 in emergence of COVID-19? Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus 2. That is the literal technical name of the COVID-19. Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus 2 is the zoonotic virus most likely associated with coronavirus disease 2019 known to most as COVID-19. There are strong misconceptions about the role played by the SARS-CoV-2 in the emergence of COVID-19, especially the severity of the COVID-19 in selected demographic groups. These misconceptions result in treatments focused on virology 
without any consideration of the toxicology containing and attenuating the SARS-CoV-2 exposure viral loads rather than intrinsically strengthening the immune system. These virology-based actions do not address the underlying toxicology-based problem that must be addressed properly in order to decrease the human vulnerability to infectious diseases, which includes COVID-19. Short-term reactive virology-based measures, e.g. quarantines or repurposed drugs and etc., are required to contain the present SARS-CoV-2 outbreak. However, you know, sometimes looking at the most beautiful thing in the world is difficult, but I digress. However, the long-term proactive toxicology-based measures required to intrinsically strengthen the immune system and prevent such future outbreaks have not been addressed. These articles attempt to clarify these misconceptions and to propose strategic approaches aimed at intrinsically strengthening the immune system. If such a strategy had been followed consistently in the past, it could have prevented, minimized the incidence and outcome of the COVID-19. Still, this strategy to essential this strategy is essential to prevent or minimize the adverse effects of the inevitable future pandemic. Strengthen your immune system. How many times have I offered you ways to strengthen your, the immune system? Cytokine-based therapy with intranasal drops by far is the most effective way to strengthen the immune system by causing the body to produce its own interferons in megadoses, which will block 95, 85 to 95% of most diseases, not requiring any hospitalization, but one day's rest and good food at home. So number four and lastly, Immune system health is central to infectious disease resistance. The current COVID-19 pandemic, the SARS pandemic of 2002 to 2003, and the annual influenza pandemic share some strong commonalities. A A small fraction of those who are exposed to respective viruses become symptomatic then a small fraction of those who are symptomatic succumb to the disease. Most of these infectious disease deaths result from pneumonia and further acute respiratory distress syndrome or exacerbate existing underlying health problems where the body can no longer defend itself. A vast majority of the deaths are among the elderly with 
with important comorbidities and degraded dysfunctional immune systems. And some deaths among younger people with degraded dysfunctional immune systems. While there is some decline in the immune system with age, comorbidity is a more reliable predictor of impaired immunity than chronological age in older adults. Underlying health conditions among patients with COVID-19 admitted to intensive care units include hypertension, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, chronic respiratory disease, immune compromised status, cancer, and obesity. Metabolic stress also contributes significantly to the dysfunctional immune response. I'm going to say that again. As my audience looks upon me, metabolic stress contributes significantly to the dysfunctional immune response and thus to increased risk associated with viral exposure. These chronic diseases have been linked to toxic stressors. I'll say that again. Toxic stressors. I'll call it the GP effects. Toxic stressors. Exposure, chemical, physical, biological, or psychological stresses that disrupts the immune system and lead to increased risk of death in COVID-19 patients. Additionally, the risk of dying can also increase with the baseline inflammatory state that occurs with chronic diseases is challenged by the exposure to an infectious agent such as the SARS-CoV-2 or the COVID-19 virus. The most severe consequences from COVID-19 and influenza stem from a degraded dysfunctional immune system and the exploitation of the degraded immune system by the virus. For a healthy immune system, the virus would be unable to overcome its strong defense and would be neutralized. What are the contributing factors to a degraded dysfunctional immune system? Well, some immune systems are intrinsically dysfunctional due to genetic or hereditary or congenital factors. However, for most people, other factors may play a much stronger role in determining the health of the immune system. So lastly, what are the contributing factors to a degraded immune system? A recent study examined the adverse impacts of toxic lifestyle. I'll say that again. Toxic lifestyle. Itrogenic, biotoxic, environmental, occupational, and psychosocial, socioeconomic factors on the health of the immune system directly or indirectly. Depending on how one aggregated the result, there were anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 factors that contribute to immune system degradation. 
And that number was viewed as a gross understatement. Some of the factors in this recent study that were shown repeatedly to degrade the immune system include lifestyle, being sedentary lifestyle, tobacco smoking, alcohol intake, drugs of abuse, the Western pattern diet being high-fat foods, ultra-processed foods, sugar and refined grains, and chronic sleep deprivation. Itrogenic issues being immunosuppressant, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, acetaminophen, surgical stress, anesthesia, psychotropic drugs, antidepressants, anti-epileptics, and antipsychotic drugs in specific, antibiotics, nanomedicine products, adjunctivated vaccines, ionizing radiation therapy. What else? Biotoxins, biomaterials, that being aflatoxins, oroxotoxins, T2 toxins, Anotoxins A, myococcotoxins, myococcytis. These are some of the many variety of things that are cure to cause an unhealthy immune system. And then we come to the occupation or the environmental issues, that being endocrine disrupting chemicals, microplasty, heavy metals, pesticides, nanoparticles, perfluorocantotic acid, polychlorinated biphenyl, polyaromatic hydrocarbons, perfluorooxygenic sulfonate, fine particulate matter, air pollution, acrylamide, aromatic hygienic dysfunction byproducts, benzene, benzopyrene, crude oil, corexic, Sodium fluoride, ultraviolet radiation, cellular mobile phones, and other wireless transmitting devices, including your cordless phone, cell towers, and Wi-Fi. And lastly, the psychosocial, socioeconomic issues which go to cause an unhealthy immune system being depression, chronic stress, restraint stress, social isolation, stressful lifestyle events childhood adversity. Many of the factors that contribute to degrade dysfunctional immune systems are pervasive. They contribute to a myriad, especially chronic diseases. Thus, people with immune systems degraded by the above contributing factors also have an increased likelihood of having a significant comorbidity, such as the demographic most vulnerable to succumbing to COVID-19. And this is Not So Mad Science with your host, Brother Harold Muhammad here on the Black Hole Radio Network. Once and again, and as always, coming to you live from the city of Detroit. And just because Barry Gordy took Motown to L.A. does not mean Detroit has lost its soul. Because I'm looking at the most beautiful soul in the city right now. I greet you as I came before you with the words of peace and paradise of Isalaam Alaikum. And Allah willing, I will be back with you all once again next week. So as I close, and those are more the words of Adam Clayton Powell, the great black pastor who's no longer with us of the Abyssinian Baptist Church in New York City. 
Keep the faith, baby. Keep the faith. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.